guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show, and today is episode number 12, Assets versus Liabilities. Now, guys, remember, I told you guys that on this next podcast, I would be talking about how cash flow works in a poor person, middle class person, and a rich person, okay? How does it actually work? So this is all I'm going to talk about today so I don't oversaturate you with a lot of information. And I'm not going to go over the oversimplified version of this. I'm going to give you a very, very basic, all right? So you can figure out where your money's going. Now, I think this is unbelievably interesting because then I say, you know what, man? Okay, okay. I think I understand what's going on here. And once I understand or once I understood what was happening, especially, you know, comparable uh, from the poor person to the rich person, I said, oh, hell yeah, I got it now. I'm going to start figuring this shit out now. So here we go, guys. Cash flow pattern of a poor person. You have your income statement and that's all that's basically where it stays in the income statement. Now. For everyone I see on a routine basis out here in Thailand, the majority of these people, this is exactly this is exactly where their cash flow is. This is exactly where it goes. If you're making here in Thailand anywhere between 300 to about about 700 US per month, this is exactly where your money's going. And this is it's shameful. It's shameful. But you know what? We have to start figuring it out. And this is the great piece of awareness for everyone around the world. So here we go. You have a job. Your job gives you a salary, but that salary goes straight towards expenses. Your taxes, your rent, your food, transportation, clothes, whatever else, recreational use, and then it goes right out the window. That's it. So you're li- li- this is how most Americans, this is how most people in the world work, right? Because, of course, this is how the governments around the world want everyone to operate. As workers only, as slaves only. So that's exactly what a poor person's cash flow looks like. Let's get into the middle class cash flow. We have the income statement. So you have a job, which gives you a salary. However, the salary does not go towards the expenses. It first goes down to the balance sheet. It goes around the assets and it goes into the liabilities which is the mortgage, the car loans, the car insurance, the car in general, credit card debt, school loans. This is basically middle class. So congratulations for a lot of you out there who thought, oh man, I thought I was in the poor income statement. But you're in the middle class. In the middle class, you have a substantial amount of liabilities, right? Now, just basic expenses, that's basically a poor, that's, that's, I'm not saying they're poor, in terms of their 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 being in general, but that's where the poor cash flow is in terms of all those expenses. But with that being said, middle class it goes into the mortgage, such as my uh, you know a friend uh, in Phoenix. She has a mortgage, a house payment, and I think she's getting ready to pay it off. But she does have car loans. She does have to pay off the car. Uh, I don't think she has credit card debt because she makes a good amount of money knowing the you know knowing that she's a nurse now. Uh, and school loans, now nah, I doubt it because now, again, she's making a lot of money now. So, but the thing is, then that money would go to expenses and right out the window. And so think about it, guys. If you have a mortgage, okay, this is where it is. If you have car loans, 
like all these people who think they're middle class down here, again, you have, okay, you could be middle class, but that liability is your car loan. Let me guess, they probably have credit card debt too, because of course you're not going to be able to pay 300 US dollars a month for a car and you're only making 600 to 900 US dollars a month. It doesn't work that way, right? School loans, possibly. I don't hear it so much out here in Thailand, but in America, everyone. We're talking trillions upon trillions of dollars of debt. This is exactly what universities wanted to do to begin with. Now, let's talk about the good old cash flow of a rich person. You got their income statement, but however, it doesn't start at the income statement. Huh? So remember, with income statement and a poor person, it goes from the job on the left and it goes right into the income just over the expenses, which is the salary, a little circle, then it goes down into expenses and out the window. For the middle class, it starts again at the job, just left of the income, into the salary, it goes out and down to the balance sheet, wraps around, goes back into the liabilities, the balance sheet at the bottom, which has the mortgage, the car loans, credit card debt, school loans, then it goes up into expenses and then out the window. However, of a rich person, it doesn't start at the income statement. It starts at the balance sheet. So what does that mean? I think this is the most fat. You know what? Honestly, man, I'm learning so much. Like, and this is what I've always wanted to do with my personal development podcast is learn this type of shit because this is beyond fascinating and it's mesmerizing and it can be life transforming for a lot of people out there. See, for a rich person... They don't give a damn about their income, their income statement or anything. They start at their balance sheet. Do they start at the liabilities? No. They start at the assets. Real estate. Stocks, bonds, notes, intellectual property. That's where it begins. And then it doesn't go to liabilities. However, the liabilities still do remain. Mortgage, consumer loans, and credit cards. But of course, assets will far outweigh the liabilities. What it does is that little circle, it goes outside the balance sheet up into the income statement. And the income? Uh-uh. We're not talking, uh, there's no salary involved. There's rental income, which is basically, that comes from the real estate, right? The dividends, which you get from, of course, stock and bonds. The interest and the royalties. And the expenses just below that, you have taxes and mortgage payment. That is the income statement of a rich person. I'm going to repeat that one more time. They got the real estate, the stocks, the bonds, the notes, intellectual property. And it goes up into the income. You get your rental income. That's where you get your money from, the rental income, dividend, interest, and royalties. Ah, <sighs> Guys, this is so exciting. Because now I believe, now, see, because I've listened to this audiobook, but I didn't know where to start. And this is why I go over these books, because then I'm like, Oh, hell yeah. I get it now. I understand this shit now. I get it. Because think about it. My, what, what is it? If I go up to middle class, mortgage, car loans, credit card debt, school loans. No, nope, no. Nope. I mean, the thing is, yes, I am doing saving. But the thing is, money is losing its value every day. That's it. So I'm living middle class, but I have zero liabilities. The only, only li liability I have is not necessarily mortgage, but rent. Paying the other guy's, you know, paying the other guy's bank loan off or whatever he got from this goddamn condo. Credit card, hell no. School loans, hell no. Car loans, you know damn well I ain't getting no goddamn car. 
So all I have is expenses. So I'm smart because all I have to do is just pay the bullshit expenses and then the rest goes into the savings. But I'm not saving anything and I'm not investing any of that money. So that money's just going to waste. Okay, I could spend it on travel and this and that, but come on, let's be, it's time for me to confront me. It's time for me to hold me accountable. That money is literally sitting in there doing nothing. And I've always wondered and said, you know what, man? What, three years, four years ago, holy shit. I went to UOB and I said, man, I want to get a mutual fund. They said, you got a work permit, this, that. Yes, of course, here you go. They said, okay, well, you got to dedicate, you know, about 400 US dollars to this mutual fund for the next 10 years. And I'm like, okay, so what are the, yeah, and again, high risk, this, that. And I wasn't going to go in and just, you know, start investing my money because I'm like, well, if shit crashes, UOB, I doubt because, again, based in Singapore, I trust Singaporeans with everything. Now, S&P, I'm very scared of these. Now, a lot of people say stocks, fuck stocks, go index. Unless you know of a starting up company that starts at zero, such as when Line, the application out here, started at zero, or Facebook or Twitter, when they first started, smart. Especially with Uber. When Uber first started, Gary Vee passed up on it. That 10000 US dollars that he had could have been worth almost half a billion today. So again, if you are into those types of things and figuring out companies and all that good stuff, okay. But if not, you got to do – it's all about these index funds, but then you have to become a trader. You have to become part of that trade game. And honestly, man, I'm fucking ready for that. I'm really ready for that because this is, this, is this is about being an accountant. You see that? A balance sheet. Talking about this guy's getting passive income from the real estate, stocks, bonds, indexes, the notes, intellectual property. Royalties, rental income, dividend, interest, royalties. I'm going to give you a really good example here. My friend, my friend, Dew, who listens to my podcast every now and then, she has she has the cash flow of a rich person at the age of 25. Why? Because she ended up like, she gave me a wonderful present, this DJ Osmo where I got to fix, you know, because it's just stupid. I talk to these fools in Hong Kong, what the fuck they doing? Anyways, yeah, so she... Gave me this, and she's like, hey, so, yeah, I, this is the money I made with Amway. I said, what? I said, you didn't tell me you were fucking making money with Amway. She said, yeah, I'm making money with Amway. And I'm like, oh, my God. See, she literally has those notes, and those notes are paying off as royalties, which then goes back into expenses, things that she could buy, recreational use, which she bought my wonderful present, and just like that. She didn't come out of pocket with that money. That's money she made while she was sleeping. Oh, congratulations to you. That's exciting. That is so exciting. Right after this podcast, I'm going to message her and I'm going to say, holy fuck, you have a cash flow statement of a fucking rich person. And you know what? I could do the same thing with Herbalife. We're going to talk about that in a separate one. We're going to talk about that in a separate one. Because you know what? Hell, to hell with that. I'm going to have to make an Instagram TV. And this Instagram TV might or might not debut before that. Um, What the fuck am I talking about? It might or might not debut before... Dude, I just completely lost my thought because I'm just so excited right now. Oh, before this podcast. So you guys might see it. If you're if you're viewing me on Instagram, you guys might see that before you see this. If not, it's all good. Whatever. But man, I got to put this out. This is fascinating. I hate to put two Instagram TVs out on one day, so I probably will make it today. And then, holy God. Guys, nonetheless, got to talk about it. 
we got to talk about it. <sighs> there are lots of things to be discussed. And luckily, again, I'm doing this before it actually comes out. I'm not doing this live or anything. These are just going to come out consecutively. But we need to dive more into this. And if this didn't get you excited, I don't know what the fuck will. Because now we're able to put ourselves, categorize ourselves, not as our now, but our, okay, where was I before? My actions were this, and now the results I have right now is in a poor income cash flow. But I have the ability to make it a rich income cash flow. So how are you going to do it? See, this is why I wanted to set up my Udemy course, which is being currently set up right now. By the time you listen to this, it should be fucking set up because I'm just waiting on Udemy to stop being lazy motherfuckers. Anyways, excuse me for my language. But nonetheless, that is notes. And that will be formed into royalties. And that's how I'm going to make money. Guys, for my this podcast here, it's royalties. I I do have somewhat of a middle to an upper class cash flow. Do you understand what I'm saying? I have a middle to upper class cash flow because with my podcast, this podcast, I make money from it. Is it a lot? No, but the fact is that I'm making money from it. Now, the income statement, you know, the salary that I get from my students and whatnot, that's all good, but that needs to start going towards investment. And that's what I'm dedicating this fucking decade to. It's time for me to teach you guys how to do this shit. So, guys, whoo, we're going to leave it right there. I'm going to leave that excitement for the next podcast. Stay tuned for more, man. I'm your host, as always, over and out.